Hafaday, and welcome to episode 13 of the Take Note podcast. My name is Chris Harper. Every day on Harvest Family Radio Guam, we spend an hour discussing a theme or topic from the Word of God. The passage of scripture and lesson outline we feature on that radio program is brought to you in a 10-minute recap on this podcast, minus the music. These are standalone episodes, so you don't need to be a regular radio listener to find them valuable, but you can find out more about our station or the radio program at khmg.org, khmg.org. Today, we want to ask you to take note of Ephesians 4, verses 1 through 16. Paul speaks to the saints at Ephesus in our passage of the day, addressing their walk and their vocation, their calling, and the spirit with which they must proceed in walking, working, and serving. These are believers in Christ, which he reminds are part of the body of Christ, unified with others who have faith in him, working together for a common purpose, possessing individual gifts, that contribute to that purpose. Well, if they or we can follow Paul's example and take heed to his advice, we can learn to maximize our role in the church and to develop an effective local church ministry. And this text is a big help in that. Today, we examine your calling from Ephesians chapter 4. Now, there are stretching words, stretching phrases, and stretching concepts in these opening verses. They challenge us to see ourselves in certain ways if we believe in Christ. Now, these are ways in which we may not always want to think of ourselves. They emphasize surrender, unconditional obedience, and diligent effort, things that may only arise as a result of the Holy Spirit's work within us. And the title that Paul gives himself is perhaps the first challenge to us. He says in Ephesians 4.1, I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. Paul is both a literal and figurative prisoner at this time, captive in bonds at Rome, but also captive in bonds for the Lord, suffering imprisonment for his faith, but fully surrendered with no reservation, prisoner of the Lord. It's Paul's bondage to Christ, in fact, that has led him to physical bondage at Rome. He's an example to us. The scope and intensity of his commitment are instructive, and they're worthy of emulation. He's not a teacher that's speaking with no personal experience. And so when he proceeds to beseech, that is to call us to his side, he does so with a great degree of credibility. And he urges us to live, to walk in a worthy manner, knowing that we have a vocation, that is a calling to which we are most certainly called. As one commentator said, we are called Christians and we must answer that name and live like Christians. Paul had, we have, every believer in Jesus has a calling. That is to serve him faithfully, to serve him obediently as he intends for us 
to serve. But how? Well, I think Ephesians 4.2 answers, with all lowliness and meekness, with long-suffering, forbearing one another in love. This is to have a humble opinion of oneself, to be gentle, to have patience and endurance, to bear with one another in brotherly love. Our vocation must be approached in this way, with this spirit, that is in direct opposition to our own flesh, but in perfect step with the spirit. But there will be lots of work to do. In fact, Ephesians 4.3 says, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. To endeavor is to exert oneself, not to create or to manufacture unity, but to keep it because we have it in the spirit. But the world, the flesh, and the devil seem to always be conspiring to make it difficult to maintain. Let's remember Ephesians 4, 4 through 6. There is one body and one spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. There's a unity. There's a commonality. There's a connection that binds believers. It strengthens each individual's walk, but it also makes so much ministry possible. And it is a fact that must arise in our minds, in our hearts, regularly, for we are so often tempted to go it alone. But there are more personal reminders in Ephesians 4, specifically in verses 7 through 12. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Let's skip down to verse 11. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. There are individual gifts that are provided for each member of the body. They differ, but they're not valued differently, meaning one is not greater than the other. But they instead work together to edify, to equip, and to accomplish work. That is because we are headed somewhere. And I think verses 13 and 14 tell us where. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. So God's plan is to grow us and to bring us to a point of maturity, to build for us a solid foundation, to give us the kind of balance and the kind of equilibrium we'll need to stand, no matter what the world brings our way. Now, we should never be the kind of people that are tossed to and fro, or deceived by those who would confuse or would lead us astray. 
Instead, Ephesians 4.15, speaking the truth in love may grow up in him in all things, which is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. So we have a calling, one which we share with others who have faith in Christ, and our unity with them, our unique role among them, will make it possible for God's work, for eternal work, to be done. Well, you've been listening to the Take Note podcast, and my name is Chris Harper. These few minutes together are brought to you by Harvest Ministries and KHMG on Guam. Our website is khmg.org, khmg.org. In every episode, we ask you to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God. My name is Chris Harper. Thank you for joining me.